Welcome to the Mind Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Oil. And if you made a New Year's resolution to quit the nine to five job and make a living by running your own business in 2022, we are here to help. And we'll tell you how coming up. Being a photographer can be pretty isolating. We've created photo clubs so that you don't have to be alone. Head on over to the Might Sound Wild website and sign up today. Photo club includes regular meetups, get-togethers, education, and even preset releases. So sign up at mightsoundwild.co. All right, welcome back and welcome to 2022. Good to see you, Ron. <laughs> Good to see you. It's uh, been a while since we've done a podcast. We've been off for the past couple of weeks for the holidays, but we are back this week and uh, we have a guest with us this week. Hello, I am Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> I am back. She's always back with her awkward intro. <laughs> Sometimes I wish we did have video with this podcast because Brianna has a towel around her head. Yeah, we definitely need to post a photo of this one. We do need a photo of this one. Yeah, Brianna. Brianna, if you don't know, she is our social media manager. Yeah. For our uh, company. She's social media manager and kind of adding her, sneaking her way into other avenues of the business, a regular guest on the podcast now, I guess. We kind of call her the future of uh, Might Sound Wild and Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape. We were joking just the other day about how, uh, April, when you and I are old and gray and Brianna takes over the business, I said, uh, as long as she just stops by the nursing home and gives us an update. Yeah, just fill us in on what's going on. But, you know, Walt and I have had Brianna here with us for the last couple of weeks for Christmas, and we've been doing family stuff. But in between family stuff, we kind of been talking a little bit about the future of shore shooters and mountain escape and all things social media and might sound wild in the podcast. So Ron and I figured it'd be good to just have her on while she's here, specifically because in this episode, we wanted to address a lot of questions that we get about working with us. So we figured um, since Brianna is of kind of that age transitioning into work real world, you know, after school, it's time to get a job um, that she might be able to kind of conduct a little bit of a questionnaire interview type thing for Ron and I so that we can answer questions, hopefully, that other people have as well. Yes. And uh, we are looking for photographers for the 2022 season for uh especially for shore shooters beach photography Mm -hmm. so if you are in a coastal area and you are a photographer we want to hear from you definitely and just to clear some things up in case there's any confusion about i think most people that work along with us understand that we have a few things going on but you know we've explained shore shooters before and i think we even have an episode where we talk about the beginning of mountain escape which is in the Smoky Mountains. And Ron and I yes. own those businesses together. But because there are so many photographers that contract to work with us, we saw a need for a middle platform where we could all be together and kind of talk about further education, which is why we have this podcast. Um, just, a, just a middle ground for us all from Mountain Escape and Shore Shooters and then people who potentially want to get involved, a place for us to meet and learn and go over what's going on. And so that's what Might Sound Wild is. And just in case there's any confusion yes. with that, and the Might Sound Wild website is where you can learn more about our stories. And also that's where the application to work with us is. And a good way to get involved is to just, you know, submit your email there or contact us through that Might Sound Wild website. But 
before we start asking questions, I just want to make sure that people understood the differences between all of this. And we can also kind of run through the places where we're looking to hire con or contract people um, in 2022 at the end of this today. Talk about where we need yeah. people. But yeah, well, uh, so so Brianna is the one who gets a lot of questions from people. So we felt like it was a good idea to uh, have her just sort of ask us the questions today about how to become a photographer for shore shooters or mountain escape. Yeah. A lot of my friends that are graduating with me this year want to be a photographer and want to do shore shooters because they know that it's like, it's a way to get better at it and get more experience mm -hmm. and, you know, just have like a good summer job before they go to college or whatever it is that they're doing. And a lot of people ask me like, what's, what experience do they need to have? What standard do you expect from them? Just, you know, are you guys going to help train them at all? Are they going to like, do they need to be super experienced or? Whatever? That's a good question because we have throughout the 10 years that we've been doing this, we have had people on all levels of experience, brand new, many years. And so the answer about training is yes. And in fact, it's getting way 2022 is a big year for training because we have a full-time employee. Um, our, our chief editor, who's been with us for a long time, Michelle, who's been on the podcast before, she moved into a position that is specific for hiring and training photographers. So once you fill out your application, don't be ashamed if you're just putting no experience on there. Um, because if you're eager and you have the requirements, which we'll move on to next, she can definitely teach you um, and myself too. I'm not excluding myself, but this is Michelle's job and she's very good at it. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, we have had some great success from people who came along and had very little experience. Some of them, we even had to tell them what kind of equipment to buy and they went out and bought it. Uh, we had them go out with other photographers a few times and, uh, uh, just did some one-on-one -on -one training with them. And we have had some people who came in with very little experience and ended up becoming great photographers. Like some of the as best. A result. Yeah. yeah, some of the best photographers that we have on our team right now came to us with pretty much no experience. So if you're wanting to be a photographer and you just need a little more help on learning how to do it. Uh, this is a great place to start. Yeah. I mean, where else can you get paid while you're getting experience? That's really great. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, you're getting paid to get to get an education. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Ron. So you mentioned equipment. What equipment is like the requirement or if there is a requirement? Well, I guess I'll let April kind of take that one. Okay. That's a little more of her side of the business. Yeah, we definitely need you to have either full frame DSLR or the mirrorless equivalent, which that's that's what's gotten tricky over the years as mirrorless has come on the scene. It's been hard just because I personally don't shoot mirrorless. It's been hard for me to understand that there is equipment nowadays that's not necessarily considered full frame. Um, yeah. What? I guess some examples, and I'm not, I'm a, I'm a Canon user, so I can only speak to Canon. I can't really talk about Nikon so much or Sony. I, I, some, some things to steer away from are kit cameras with kit lenses like Canon Rebels, mm -hmm. things with crop sensor. Um, 
they just cannot produce what we need. Um, you need to go for the, for the full frame bodies. Um, you could Google like 5D Mark, you know, two, three, and four equivalent Nikon, Sony. I hope I'm not stumbling, fumbling too much, but even more so than the camera body, um, you also need a lens, not a kit lens. That yeah. is so important. You cannot get yeah. the lens that comes with your camera is not going to cut it unless you're buying something used. It needs to be, it needs to be f two point eight or lower. That needs that capability. We um, have found that sending people out to the beach with like five f stop lenses just it is a nightmare. It's an editing nightmare. It is. It's not going to work. So. I guess a good way to sum it up is if you bought your camera at Walmart, it's not good enough <laughs> yeah, search, to shoot for us. Search the B&H sites. It's okay to have used equipment. I, in fact, I highly recommend sure. it. You know? I have used equipment. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, you don't you don't need, um, you don't have to have something so expensive. But uh, sometimes uh, um, when it comes to equipment, we leave out the fact that you need high um, speed internet at home, a really great, reliable yes. internet. Because you're going to have to send major file sizes um, as often as you're shooting. And sometimes for some people, that's every night in the summer. You need a um, memory card right. with a fast um, writing capability, like a really good memory card with, you know, good amount of room. Um, and you need access to a paid Dropbox. Not the business Dropbox, but not the free Dropbox. The one in the middle. It's about 100 bucks a year. The one that's, yeah, about $100 a year. Uh, you will need to have that in order to upload the pictures to the editors uh, because you can do there. There is a free Dropbox service that you can use, but you're very limited on space. And uh, we used to have people that would use the free Dropbox account and we kept running into problems with uh, they would have a big shoot and a lot of images from the shoot and they would run out of space before they would all upload. So that's why we, we uh, require all of our photographers to have the paid Dropbox account, like April said, the one that's about when $100 I, um, a year. When I say reliable internet, I mean, you, you have to have reliable internet. If your internet's constantly going out, that's an issue for us. Um, yeah, and don't, don't use a, if you're using a mobile hotspot, that's probably not going to work no. because that's not going to be fast enough and it's going to take two days to upload all of those raw files. Yeah, no, Brian, I might be getting ahead of your questions, but I remember when we were rehearsing this, you said, what about what's expected? And one major thing that is expected is that you send your session every night. So it's not the next day. It's every night. So yeah, what we what we always say upload your stuff to Yes. Without no yes. exception. When you get home, yeah, when you get home from the shoot, you need to start uploading. Yeah. And that way, if it is an evening shoot and you start uploading them as soon as you get home, um, our editors are gonna start working about eight o'clock the next morning. Yeah. And when they start their work day, they're gonna have all of the shoots from the night before. Yeah. Uh, ready to go. Plus, trust me, it's just so and, much easier on the photographer to just not question whether they completed sending that shoot, you know, yeah. or yeah. did I, did I copy these to my hard drive already? You're like not done working until you upload. Perfect. Yes. That's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, but you know, there's, um, I don't know, Brianna, if, um, people your age ask this question or not, but I know I felt like it was important to address. 
that when when people come alongside and, and work with us, we we contract them. They're contractors. So they they are their own businesses. And the reason I bring that up now is don't be scared to buy equipment or pay for Dropbox or things like that because as a contractor, you need as many tax write-offs as you can get. Yeah. I mean, we want to do yes. a full episode to that coming up this year going into tax season. But one of the major things is your internet. Your, you know, all of these things become tax deductible whenever you are a contractor. So don't be shy because <laughs> it really does. Yeah, the camera, the camera, the lenses, the memory cards, extra batteries for your camera, all of that is uh, stuff that you can write Dropbox off on your taxes. <laughs> yeah. The Dropbox subscription, exactly. Yeah, all of it. So what is the difference? Like, legally, what is the difference between a contractor and an employee? Well, I'll tell you the reason why our photographers are contractors is uh, mainly because we don't have a requirement on how much you have to work. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're setting your own schedule mm -hmm. and uh, it's all done through an online scheduling system. And uh, so there, there is no requirement of you have to work this many hours a week. Um, you're, it's sort of like being a, an Uber driver or uh, doing DoorDash. That is so. As a matter of fact, somebody even told me that one time. Uh, I was explaining how our company works, and they said, "So you're like Uber for photographers, <laughs> basically." And yeah, that's Isn't that's that kind of what we are. <laughs> we were. I, we we were actually around before Uber. Should have passed so. that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so maybe Uber copied us. <laughs> definitely. Um, but but if you are a photographer and you're so we, we we've been talking a lot to beginners, but if you're a photographer. You've been doing this for a long time. Remembering that you're a contractor might help you um, kind of separate in your mind working alongside shore shooters or mountain escape versus your own brand too. I, I've, I've said this a lot over the podcast episodes that once that clicked for me back in the day, far long before I was an owner or even an employee, I when I realized that I was contract working for shore shooters, it really helped me separate my brand from what I was doing for for shore shooters and that it helped me compartmentalize, you know, what I needed to do because I feel like where things get a little muddy sometimes are that photographers have their own sets of rules and the, and they have their way of doing things for their own business. And sometimes we come in with all of these, like, you know, we have, we have to, we're running a really big business. <laughs> we're dealing with yeah. thousands of clients a day, you know, and it's, I mean, I mean, hundreds of clients in, the, in a month and, it's a lot. And I'm like, I, I, I hope they can understand that the reason that we have like set steps in place is so that it doesn't crack. It doesn't break. So exactly. everything's just hanging on by everyone doing what we ask them to do. So it may not be the same as what you do on your own. And that's okay because what you're shooting on your own time, the way you're editing, your turnaround policy, everything that you have going on is totally separate from what we're asking you to do for shore shooters or mountain escape but we are asking for your expertise. We are asking you as a photographer to come and do your best job. And then, yeah. you know, does that make sense? What I'm saying Yes. is that you're, you're contracting for us. So we're asking you to shoot kind of along a shore shooters um, brand, or if you're in, in Tennessee, a mountain escape brand. And that's pretty obvious with our social media and website, what that brand is. And then we're just asking you to do the other things, which is turn in your photos and, yeah. um, 
you know, communicate with your client. Yeah. Like if your style, if your personal photography style is dark or and super moody, or if it's light and airy, that's not really the shore shooters or the mountain escape brand. Try to be a little more neutral. Don't shoot towards your personal style. Yeah. Yeah. Do your own thing. However you want. We're, uh, we're not going to tell you how to do your own brand, but when you are shooting for us, uh, we expect it to be done the shore shooter or mountain like escape team, way. Team minded, yeah, and, and coachable, you know, because it really is just one of the easiest gigs in the world if you want to do it. If you if you're looking to make some extra money, and that's why people come along with us and, and work yeah. with us is they need a uh, need some extra money for whatever. Sometimes it's just a season of life. Sometimes it is for experience or a summer job or whatever the reason is that they've decided to apply or get involved. Sometimes they want the community aspect. I love whenever that's their big goal. So just be, um, I would encourage people to be, um, team minded, meaning let's, let's do whatever it takes to make this run effectively and smoothly so that we can all keep getting jobs. Like it it really is a group effort. Everyone kind of has to do their part in order for this to work. You know, everyone has to um, keep their schedules up to date so it doesn't make a lot of work for the office. And we can look professional when we say someone's available. (laughs) Everyone has to show up on time so that we don't get bad reviews and this thing can keep going. Everyone has to turn images in on time so that editors can work effectively and and we can meet the policies with our clients that we say we're going to meet. So you that's I'd say whenever Michelle is hiring. She's conducting interviews. That's one of the things she's looking for is that people are coachable and willing to be a team player to to make this thing run. Yeah. All right. And you mentioned the community aspect. I want to go into a little bit more on that. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take a quick break here and then we'll dive into the community a little bit more. Hey guys, it's Brianna LaCosta. I'm the social media manager for Mountain Escape, Shore Shooters, and Might Sound Wild. I want to invite you to stay connected with us. We post regularly and we want to see you interact with us. You can find Shore Shooters and Mountain Escape through Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Might Sound Wild on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube. We're back with our guest, Brianna, our social media manager for Shore Shooters, Mountain Escape, and Might Sound Wild. And we're talking about how to go full-time with your photography in 2022 by joining our team. Yeah. And we're uh, uh, talking about uh, – we're, we're Brianna is just sharing some of the questions that she gets asked from people she knows and through uh, social media, because we get a lot of social media messages from photographers saying, how can I become a photographer for one of your companies? And so uh, we're just explaining all of that this week. And April, before the break, you mentioned community. And I want to touch on that a little bit more because uh, that's probably the thing that makes me most proud of these businesses is when we get our photographers together Mm -hmm. and to see them helping each other and the experienced photographers teaching the less experienced photographers. And uh, it's just a great feeling. And uh, we've had photographers tell us that working for our companies has really boosted their confidence and made them a much better photographer. Yeah. We have so many good um, compliments about that, about so many good uh, testimonies, I guess, where people have talked about coming out of their photography shell, I guess is how, you know, giving them the confidence to 
you know, be a better photographer, you know, especially even on their own time. Cause like we were talking about this whole episode is like, Hey, it's 2022. If you're ready to do this full time, come, come let us help you do that. Because by working with us, you're gaining a lot of experience to take into your own career. Like if I've talked a few times about how much it helps, it helped me during wedding seasons, like really hard wedding seasons where I had to think quick on my feet. I was like, thank God for all that shore shooters time where I was out in bad conditions, like harsh sun and all this crazy stuff. And I learned, I learned so much from being on the beach every night that I was able to take that with me into my wedding career. And the community really is like that every time we're together or, um, even the, the Facebook group, there's a lot of chat in there about what do I do if, or, you know, people. Oh yeah. Yeah. We do have a, we do have a private Facebook group for our photographers and, uh, it's it's really helpful because uh, we do get a lot of questions in there from photographers saying, um, how do I deal with this situation? And there's always other photographers that will offer their advice on how to handle that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think and, uh, being a photographer is so isolating. So it's so nice to have a team. To have that community, yeah, have community, exactly, and have people that you can ask questions to, mm-hmm. and and our get-togethers too. Brianna, you did um, your first photographer retreat oh, last year, yeah, and so so tell us tell us a little bit about that of how it helped you as a photographer because because I brag on your pictures from the retreat all the time of uh, yeah, I know uh, of how great of a job. You did. Thanks. Um, Well, I've grown up around photography my whole entire life, and I've always known a little bit about it just from watching my mom, not only just watching her be a photographer, but watching her style change, watching photography change over my whole life. I mean, I'm almost 20 years old, so in 20 years, photography changes a lot. And Uh, of um, course, just being around other people who you know, people who knew more than me and people who knew less than me and still seeing how good I thought they were and seeing them learn and getting to learn things myself in that environment of just other people learning and people sharing ideas with each other. And it was just, it was really incredible because it was like school, but 10 times better because it was all people who were interested in the same thing that you are who are trying to get better at what they love to do. And I really did get a lot out of it, not just what I learned from Colette when she was teaching, but from the people around me, just watching them interact with each other and with the models and use certain things around them, like the leaves and the lighting and all this kind of stuff. It really just was an incredible learning experience. It was like, Oh yeah. Cause we had, crazy. we had about 20 photographers all shooting the same people at the same time. And so all you got to do is look around and you're going to learn something. Yeah. And because it's not clients, you're Mm -hmm. able to go, there's no pressure. Yeah. You can literally like see something so beautiful. The only pressure is you don't want to miss anything because it's so pretty, you know, because you've got models in the serene setting and, but like, couldn't you just step back for a second and be like, Oh wait, I'm doing this wrong. I have to adjust this. It just takes all the pressure off and you can like, 
in, in the end of the day, you end up being so proud of yourself because yes. you're like, look what I just did. Yeah. And I think, and I'm sure you probably looked around and saw somebody else doing something and said, Oh, I need to do that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's okay. In a situation crazy. like that, especially like we had Cheryl, one of our short shooters photographers there, and she is a lot older than me. And I was just watching her interact with the models and she was just not afraid to tell them what she wanted them to do. And that really gave me a lot of confidence because I was the youngest person there and she was probably one of the oldest people there. And it was just cool to have that dynamic of watching someone so much older than me mm -hmm. just go for what she wanted to do. And it made me want to do the same. So even I feel when like, she was laying on the ground, yes, even Cheryl, when she was laying on the I know ground, she's listening. I was like, oh, <laughs> Cheryl always like, listens. Awesome. Yeah. But I just and, know that and just, I'll have that confidence at the next retreat because I you will her just she wanted the models to touch each other's faces. They were going to touch each other's faces. <laughs> and I was just not like that because I was I was too like shy and too nervous. I was just really I don't know, taking in everybody else's energy and watching what everybody else was doing, which was so much fun. But at the next retreat, I'll definitely be a little more vocal, I guess. About Hands on. Yeah. yeah. But it was, yeah. it was and just, awesome. And just for the record, Cheryl's younger than me. I was the oldest <laughs> one there. All because, all because Walt wasn't I'm there. Sure. Uh, I'm sure Cheryl was waiting for you to make that correction, Ron. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. So uh so we're not calling Cheryl old because she is younger than me. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit now about the photographers out there who are trying to get to the they have their own business, say they're a wedding photographer, and they're trying to get to the point to where they're making a living doing their thing. But in order to get there, they're working at a retail store right. or something that like that. For a lot of years. Yeah, that's right. When you first started for Shore Shooters, you were still, uh, you, you were doing a retail job. I was, yeah. And that retail job, not, no, I'm not telling anyone to quit a good, good solid job that brings them <laughs> money. But personally, that retail job was actually preventing me from making money if that makes sense it was I mean, it was um i remember one time this was before we had employees or anything like that and i was doing all the scheduling myself mm -hmm. back in those days because shore shooters was basically just me and you pretty much yeah. and there was there was nobody else and i remember one time that i i called you and said hey i've got a got somebody wanting to book a shoot for tomorrow night. You want it. And you said, no, I got to work at the store. And, uh, I think that was what $7. made you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that was what made you decide to quit that job because you, you started thinking about it and you realized that if you could have done that shore shooters session, yeah. you would have made probably four or five times the amount that right. you made at that store. Well, that happened to me a few so. times, yeah, before I got the picture that I come from yeah. a generation of, you know, this was 11 years ago, and I come from a generation of you got to work every day, you got to have a regular job. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, and there are still people that are pressured that way. Sure. I mean, of, even my, yeah, the, uh, my mom, who is my greatest cheerleader now, just didn't understand uh, because that's not, it's such a foreign concept to her to, to work in this way that, you know, as a photographer – 
and she would always kind of advise. And, you know, as, as kids or young adults, we listen to our parents so much and um, she didn't mean anything by it, but she would just say a little bit of work is um, better than nothing, you know, a little steady work. I don't remember how she worded it, but basically yeah. she was saying, if you went to work every day, it would be better than um, the possibility of only working once a week or something to that, you know? So I kind of clung to that for a little while. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't want to be irresponsible and not have a job. That sounded crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's still kind of that stigma to being a photographer of, well, that's not a real job. You need to have a real job and then do your photography in your, off time. And I think that's and getting less and less, but if, we're, if you're getting to the point where the day job, which is not your dream career, it's just getting paying your bills. If the day job is preventing you from chasing after the long-term goal, you know, whether that's working in your business, marketing yourself, spending time on Google AdWords, social media, yeah. if it's literally making you turn down jobs, then it's definitely oh, yeah. to consider getting rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with us, yeah, we are, a, we're seasonal businesses. Yeah. That's so important to realize. you have to, you have to kind of manage your money because it's the money is not going to be year round like it would be if you were working a retail. Job. And it's never guaranteed. But that's another thing. It is a little bit of a gamble. It's not guaranteed. It is. It is a little bit of a gamble, but if you manage your money correctly and you have plenty of availability and um, you don't mind driving a little bit yeah. every once in a while yeah. for a shoot, because that's, that's the thing with us. The photographers who make the most money are the ones who are willing to cover the biggest area. Yeah. Uh, because as we were saying earlier, you're a contractor. You're, you're not an employee, so we're not going to say, oh, you have to cover these three counties or these five different beach towns. It's up to you. You're a contractor. So you can you can stay right in your own little hometown if you want to. Yeah. But the that photographers for us who who make the most money mm -hmm. are the ones like, for example, we have some photographers that will go anywhere in the Florida panhandle from Pensacola to Panama city. Yeah. And those guys are busy. <laughs> uh, if you, if you are one of those, if you, uh, if you start shooting for us and you say, I'll go anywhere between Pensacola and Panama city, chances are you're going to make a whole lot of money, <laughs> yeah. especially during the summer months. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's, but it's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you. Uh, and, and it's going to take some personal budgeting because, like I said, uh, it's it's seasonal. Mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna you're gonna have as much. You're probably gonna have as much work as you can handle in the summer months, but during the winter time, there's not going to be very much. So you're if you're gonna quit, escape. <laughs> unless you're doing well, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're shooting for mountain escape, that one has pretty much become a year-round thing Pretty much. because there With the exception doesn't February, January, late January, February. Yeah, there's, March. but other than that, there is not much <laughs> of an off season in the Smoky Mountains anymore. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I saw the picture on uh, uh, social media from a, a picture of downtown Gatlinburg from the uh, Space Needle. On New Year's Eve. Oh my gosh! And you, all you could see was people. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. 
on New Year's Eve, right before midnight. It's so funny because so, when we started that, guys, if you're thinking about moving to the Smoky Mountains and you want to work with us, do it. Because yeah. whenever we, um, Ron and I finally got that business going, I don't know about you, Ron, but I really thought it was going to be a fall business. I thought it was going to be October, November, and maybe yeah, a little bit yeah. in the summer. And it yeah. is a busy place. And one of our girls there who's been with us for a long time, We've had her on the podcast before, Erica. That girl, she shoots two, two, three times a day. <laughs> she never, she hardly ever takes, that's the great thing about Erica. She doesn't want a whole lot of time off. Mm -hmm. And so we keep her busy all the time. This girl drives year round not, so every day. All the way out in the mountains and she loves it. She said yeah. she listens to music and she loves the mountains. So if anyone listening is serious, we could definitely use some more people in that area this year. We could. So we could. And and the thing is the beach is there's more people coming to the beach during the off season than there used to be. April, I'm sure you remember back when you first started shooting for shore shooters. We were like middle of may until the middle of august yeah. and then it was dead yep. it's it's like the middle of august or whenever school started back that was kind of the end of not it. anymore and it's not like that anymore yeah. Yeah. um we're still booking we're still we're still booking sessions in january yeah. at yeah. the beach yeah i also feel like people should know that tourism is starting to become more year round and also, if you are a shore shooters photographer or a mountainscape photographer and you, we know you and you're in our system and all that kind of stuff. If you want to go, if you live in Gulf Shores and you want to go to Tennessee for like three weeks, let us know. Let us know. And you can shoot. Uh, you, Brianna, you mentioned Cheryl yeah, a Cheryl. few minutes ago. Uh, Cheryl is a perfect yeah. example of that. Cheryl lives in Pensacola. And she shoots for shore shooters during the summer. And she contacted me um, probably around August or something like that and said, hey, I want to I want to do mountain escape this fall. And what she ended up doing is she found a little RV park that had a travel trailer permanently set up that they rent out. And uh, so she rented that little travel trailer for. I think it was almost two months. And I think and she told us that the first week she paid for her first month. Yeah. She did. Something like that. She did. Yeah. I mean, she she paid the rent on that travel trailer for like a two-month stay. Yes. Within probably the first couple of weeks yeah. of being there shooting for us. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, you can go uh, all over pretty much anywhere on the Gulf Coast or on the Panhandle and do shore shooters if you don't live there you know like you can just yeah and i also want to use uh also want to use jillian as an example of if you want to permanently move yeah. to a different area yeah. Jillian, uh, yeah. jillian jillian is now a photographer for mountain escape but she started out as a shore shooters photographer mm -hmm. and uh i think what happened i think her fiance ended up getting a job in yeah. Knoxville, I believe it was. And so she said, I want to do mountain escape. And so she started out as a shore shooters photographer, ended up moving to Knoxville, Tennessee, yep. and is now a mountain escape photographer. Yeah, you can keep the nomad um, lifestyle yeah. alive and well if you play your cards right. You can. Yeah, yeah you can. You can, uh, you can move around 
several times a year if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I say, I'd say to um, kind of wrap things up, some of the things that we are looking for again to recap is, you know, be coachable and be a team player. And another thing I'd say is be active in our community too. We just, yeah, we want to hear from you. We want to know, we don't want to forget about you because there, there are so many of us now, Yeah, you know, with like 70 plus photographers across the board and we don't want to forget who you are. So the easiest way to do that is to be active in that Facebook group. Or if you're like me and you're anti-Facebook, you can, um, just like any social media that you're part of. If you're YouTube, we've got a yeah. YouTube channel or if you're on Instagram, um, be active, like comment there when we post and not just might sound wild because we're a little slow with that, but like short, follow short shooters and mountain escape and just say, Hey to us in the comments, let us know that you're cheering us on and we know who you are be, and be coachable, be receptive. We're only here to make things better for all of us. Nobody's, nobody's in trouble and we're not, and we don't want to ever have that kind of dynamic relationship. And then, um, you know, just be, just be eager to work and learn and, um, you know, be, be communicative with our people in the office when they need you, you know, answer the text or the call or keep your schedule up to date. And as far as equipment goes, we can get more specific with that. And Michelle is the person to talk to about that. And um, the first step, the next step would be to apply, right? Am I leaving anything out? Apply yes. on the Might Sound Wild website? Yeah. Um, there's like a That's million it. places on that website that, that, that links to the application. I mean, just about every paragraph. It's not hard to find. Yeah, leads you back there. And then if you have applied in the past and you're listening to this and you haven't heard from us, don't you can reapply if you'd like. And um, just know that it's it's we were in a very um, a growth season last year where we just got hit with our biggest year and it came out of nowhere. And we didn't quite have enough manpower to mm-hmm. respond to all of the applications and we couldn't actually get you into our system. We were that busy. Yeah. Um, so now we're prepared for that. And that's, and that's another reason that we have Michelle who's really great at this. So reapply, reach out to Michelle and um, she'll get your application. And between her and Brittany, our office manager, they will be getting in touch with you. They're working on that actually over the next couple of months. So if you applied a while back and you're worried that you got lost, go ahead and apply again. You can even say in the comments, this is my second time. Just didn't want you to forget about me. And, um, and then, yeah, because if you applied before like August of last year, then Michelle probably doesn't have your application. So it would be a good idea because we just, we just recently added Michelle yeah. in this management role just a few months ago. So uh, if you applied more than four or five months ago, I would definitely recommend applying again. Just apply again and, and, and follow us, follow us on social media on our journey. Let us know who you are. Don't be sitting back shy and quiet because we, we need to know who you are. We need to develop that relationship with you. The way you do that in 2022 is through social media. And so we need to, we need to know who you are and we need to get you to work with us and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. And there's, Lots of education and lots of opportunities to get together in person, hopefully, this year. Um, am I missing something, Brianna? Are you raising your hand? I have one last question about applying. Okay. 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 So okay. after you apply for Shore Shooters or Mountain Escape and your application has been reviewed, what do you, what should they be expecting next from, like, our office staff? Like, what is the, what I think Michelle would probably be sending them yeah. a, an email. I mean, unless you Yeah, I think Michelle... Uh, Michelle will be the first one to get in touch with you. And then, uh, 
if you pass that test <laughs> with Michelle, um, then I think they they set up a, a video call. The with, office uh, Michelle and Brittany, because uh, Brittany is in charge of all of the uh, scheduling and touching base with the clients and all of that kind of stuff. So um, I feel that we also you're going to talk to Michelle know first. That we would be hiring editors this year too. If I'm not over, we will, and uh, that's that's another thing that Michelle is in charge of because um, one of the problems that we ran into last year is we had such a big year with so many shoots and a lot more customers than we ever expected to have mm -hmm. uh, that we ended up with editors pretty much working around the clock. And uh, so uh, Michelle is going to be hiring a few more editors mm -hmm. for the upcoming summer. So yeah. uh, if you're, if you're good with uh, Lightroom. Yeah. If that's what uh, you're there, I'm sure the question is, well, what experience do we need? You need some really basic knowledge of Lightroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast internet. Yeah. Uh, plenty. Of stores, yeah. And, uh, hard drives, uh, what else? April, you and Michelle are, uh, you, the two of you have kind of developed the presets, yeah. um, that we use, but, but there's still some manual, there's going to be some manual work yeah. that you're going to have to do in knowledge. there as well. Because, uh, if you've ever used a preset, you know that there is no magic preset that just automatically fixes everything. Yeah. So and Michelle uh, will do, like, we do further training on what's expected from our team. You just need sure. to have a good like working knowledge of it. And editors yeah. are contractors as well. Editors are also contractors. They are. Michelle they are. discussed that pay. I feel like it's pretty good. And um, yeah. we didn't talk about pay on this, but that's something that you can learn from Michelle and Brittany when you move forward. And um, yeah, I feel, I feel like you I will rattle off a couple of places that we are in, Ron, and some places that we um, are expecting to grow this year. Well, I guess I'll start off with where the business started uh, as far as shore shooters, uh, Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, Alabama, mm -hmm. uh, which is a very big area for us. We can never have too many photographers in that well area. Uh, <laughs> if you're in the Mobile, Alabama area, we also do uh, Dauphin Island which is a small beach town in Mobile County. So if you live in Mobile, um, you can shoot for us there. We go on down the Panhandle, Perdido Key, Pensacola Beach, Navarre Beach, uh, Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Santa Rosa Beach. <laughs> all of 30A. And yeah. all of 30A, and as well as uh, Panama City Beach, that area. Then... Uh, staying on the Gulf side, you go on down, we're uh, in the Clearwater Beach, St. Pete Beach area. Uh, if you're in the Sarasota area or you live anywhere close to Sarasota, we cover the beaches in that area as well. Um, uh, Longboat Island. Key, Siesta yeah. Key, uh, all, of the, all of the Sarasota area beaches, and then we go on down Fort Myers Beach, uh, Sanibel Captiva, um, and then coming back up the other side of Florida, uh, we're, we're kind of in an expansion phase on the uh, Atlantic yeah. coast side of Florida. Uh, April, you're living in St. Augustine right now yeah which is one of the areas that we're uh, you can tell a little bit more about the beaches in that area yeah. since you live there well i personally have found that i really love driving a little south whenever i shoot you can go south for like 20 or 30 minutes 
and have a bunch of little beach towns that I don't know, um, you know, if they're on people's radars for vacation, but I personally love like down to Marine land all the way down to Flagwood oh, yeah. beach. Um, and then there's also, you can do the same thing driving like 20 minutes North and hit Puente Verde, Milano, all the way up to Jack's beach and Atlantic beach. And I kind of feel like people who live on this side, they're willing to kind of drive any of those um, areas. It's a little easier to navigate than the panhandle. Honestly, it's easier to get yeah. back and forth. Um, you can, you, like I said, you can go 20, 30 minutes south or north and just hit all kinds of little beaches between um, Atlantic Beach, Jack's Beach, and down here to Flagler Beach. And Yeah, so if you live in the Jacksonville area, mm-hmm. That's an area where we definitely want to expand a little bit. And even if you're a little bit north of Jacksonville, we would like to uh, get into some of the Georgia beaches right there in the southern part of Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, St. Simon's, Jekyll Jekyll Island. Island. Uh, We'd love to find somebody, uh, a couple of photographers in that area. So if you are in that area, please apply because we'd love to hear from you and then moving on up uh we are in hilton head island in south carolina uh that is an area that we've been in for a long time but uh we could definitely use another photographer or two in the hilton head area so if you if you live in bluffton and you're listening to us uh you'd be perfect for us yeah and then on up to uh, um north carolina too. Uh, we're in the outer. Banks. Yes. Uh, North Carolina is another place where we're wanting to expand a little bit more. We're in the outer banks right now, but there are some other beaches in North Carolina that we'd like to uh, Wrightsville get into. Beach, if you live near Wilmington, we would love to add Wrightsville beach as a market. We get inquiries for that beach, um, ever so often. And we would, and it's a great beach, great family friendly place is. to go. And we'd love to add people but that's, you know, quite a quite a ways from the Outer Banks. So we don't really lump those together. They're about three hours apart. So we need uh, some different people there. If if you're listening and you, you know anyone, send them our way. Yeah. And even if you're not in one of our areas, if you think we need to be in your area, <laughs> tell us. <Yeah. laughs> we'll, we'll definitely listen to you. We get mountain escape if requests you... all the time for Rocky Mountains. But uh, yeah. that place needs to calm down with the wildfires in the <laughs> They do. They do. Uh, but but yeah, we might even end up with uh, other locations for Mountain Escape somewhere down the yeah, road. Yeah. Okay. So apply. Right. We're so looking we- for it. We're looking forward to these applications this year. We're ready to add you to the team. And don't be shy. If you have any questions, you can get in touch with us. Even if you're messaging social media and Brianna's answering, if she doesn't have an answer, she'll send you in the right direction. So, um, yeah. yeah, get involved. We're ready for a good 2022. Yeah, the application link, as, uh, the application is at mightsoundwild.co, not com, but co. <laughs> mightsoundwild.co is the website to go to apply. Brianna, thank you for joining us this week. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll try to have you back again sometime soon. And uh, join us again next Wednesday when we will be uh, back with another episode of the Might Sound Wild podcast.